Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. I'm so very thankful that we can continue in this wonderful series of the last words of Christ on the cross. And this is a series that you can listen to the whole year. This is not a series just convenient or good for Easter time, but the whole year this message will help you and encourage you. And we've had already such wonderful lessons on the different sentences. You can read seven different sentences or words which Jesus spoke or cried out upon the cross. And today we will take what we read in Luke chapter 23, verse 46, when he said, and it says, And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. He said here, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Oh, what a wonderful sentence here. What a wonderful way to exit this world and enter into eternity in the new world. Uh, We still have that other sentence that we also want to talk about. It is finished or it is accomplished. Well, I don't know if this is the last sentence or it is accomplished is the last sentence. To me, it would seem that this would be the last sentence before he gave up the ghost and that before this he cried, it is finished. But, you know, if you blend it together, it just gives such a wonderful unity. It is finished. It is accomplished in your hands. I commit my spirit. What a wonderful combination that you can say in your life. I remember when my father passed away, we found just a little note uh, somewhere in one of his books or in his Bible, I believe, and it says, I have finished the work that you have given me to do. It didn't have a name or nothing, but his handwriting was clear that it was his. And it said, I have finished the work that you have given me to do. Oh, how wonderful the rest is that enters your heart when you know you have accomplished and finished the work that the Father gave to do. And then to say after that, Father, into your hands I commit or I commend my spirit. Oh, that's the way to go, my brother, my sister. That's the way to go. Finish the work that God has for you and give your life, your spirit, your eternity, all the things that go beyond this life into the hands of of the Father, and you know they are in well-capable, good, faithful hands. Well, you know, when we think of this sentence that the Lord cried out upon the cross, we can see that Jesus puts himself into the hands of the Father. And that's because he always desired to be in those hands. This was not something that just came in this hour of great suffering and pain, and now what must I do? Well, Okay, let me just now cry out to God. You know, if you just remember the sentence we spoke about that he cried out before this, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And now he does not say, my God, into your hands, but he makes it so very personal and says, Father, into your hands. So even though he cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? At the same time, we see it did not hurt or damage his faith or made his faith to diminish in the Father, or in the goodness of the Father, or that the Father would take care of him. I tell you, this is wonderful if you just start to think of this and what it also means for you and for me. 
we who first were sinners that were lost, but now by grace and by the blood of Jesus have received forgiveness, are cleansed and made holy, made a brand new creation and received eternal life, that we can also say, Lord, I'm so thankful, oh God, that you will not forsake me or leave me because of what Jesus did, because he carried that darkness and that loneliness for me and that I can call you Abba Father and that I know that my spirit, my soul, I must think of that old song, it is well with my soul, that we can say it is well with my soul because my soul is in the well-capable hands of our loving Father, of my loving Father. Well, you know, this is where Jesus always wanted to be, where he always was, and where he also expected to end up again, where he would be with him. He said, I came from the Father and I'm returning to the Father. And so that is so wonderful for us to know that that's also our destination. And how do I know it? Because I know that my soul, my spirit, man, has been saved, has been redeemed. There is no more curse there. Every chain has been broken. You know, the devil has no more hold upon me, no more right upon my life or my soul, my spirit. But I have been redeemed and set free And now I'm a child of God and I'm in the hands of the Father. You know, Jesus, he stayed so close to Scripture. And I like that, that even in this moment of his passing, you know, this moment of being under torture and and, and being in such tremendous pain physically, but also, of course, the pain and the suffering of being separated with the Father, that he stays clear of mind and that he does not allow the devil to confuse him in his mind, as many get confused when they are in suffering, in pain, or in their dying hour. They get confused, and they allow those lies of the devil to come into their mind and to distort them, that they would think, well, the word of God, where is the word of God? Is it still the truth? But, you know, Jesus, he always stayed very near an equal and one with the written word. And this sentence we find in Psalms, Psalm 31, verse 5, where it says, Into thine hand I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. Yes, this was David speaking. And David had to say, O Lord God of truth. But Jesus was able to make it so very personal and say, Father, which now we can also say, Father, And I'm sure that David, if he would have lived in this time, would also say father at this moment. But in that time, he could not say father yet. But we can say father, hallelujah. And so when Jesus cried these words, he did not deviate from scripture. You know, I'm so thankful that whatever writing you see of Jesus, I would say you don't even have to write his name under it because you know that the words of the Lord, they are always genuine They are always in line. They are always the same. You know that those words are from Jesus because he always stays true to Scripture and he stayed true to the Old Testament written word. And here he also stays true to Scripture as he stayed true to Scripture his whole life. He never deviated from Scripture. And I just want to encourage you today. Let this also be an encouragement to you. Now, today, tomorrow, in your hour of need or in your hour that you are on the mountaintop celebrating or in your hour that you are about to pass from this world into the next, that we will never deviate from Scripture as Jesus also did not deviate from Scripture.
Another thing I see, that he made it so personal in his moment of his death. He recognized a personal God. We have a personal God. We are not praying to some force, some energy, cosmic force. You know, some people, they believe everything and everybody is God. Some people believe nobody, nothing is God. Some people think some statue is God. Some people think some evil spirit is God. I mean, it's strange what people think is God. They even think they are God or that God is within them. Not, I'm not talking about what we believe as Christ is alive in us, but they believe they are God inside of them. But you know, Jesus, he called him Father, and he made it so very personal. And so we also, we know whom we are going to. When we depart from this world, I always say a funeral of a Christian, no matter how dramatic that death was, even if it was a young person that was pulled out of life, you know, I can understand that maybe that influences the funeral service, but still any passing away of a child of God should be a celebration, should be a moment of thanksgiving, as we know that we go to a better place. We are not going to some cosmic route around the world. We are not going to oblivion. We are going to our Father. We will be with Him for eternity. This is something to be thankful about. This is something to think about, especially those that are maybe sick. Maybe you will be healed, but maybe you will go to the Father. Are you ready to go to the Father? Of course, we all want to go to heaven, but you know, it seems like nobody wants to die. Whenever we come to a moment that we feel we're going to die, we're grasping on to so many earthly things, trying to hold on to this life. And yet where we are going is so much better than where we are right now. And we will be with him and we will see him for eternity. We are going to our God. We know who we are going to. He who saved us, who delivered us, who is with us every day of our life and who dwells inside of us. Well, you know, Jesus Christ, at this very moment when he cried out, I, I give my spirit into your hands, he really brings out the fatherhood of God. You know, he did not say, oh God, I commit my spirit to you, but he said, Father. Well, I believe this is such an important point. And so I really want to make that point that, yes, he is your God, and we reference him as God, and we bow before him as God, and we acknowledge him as the Almighty One, the great creator of heaven and earth. But we also know him as Father. And if you don't know him as Father, you know, it's just like when you were a child and maybe you fell down and you were crying, but the father came and picked you up and you just clamped your arms around him and you hugged him so near and as tears were going down your cheeks and you were crying, the father put his arms around you and said, son, all will be well, all will be well. I got you, I got you, I got you. It's just like a child who is standing on a little wall and the father is there, down there and says, jump, jump, I'll hold you, I'll, I'll grab you, I'll hold you. And you know, it seems so scary, but when we jump and then the father, he catches us and he holds on to us and we are safe. You know, this is something we can feel. This is something which is a reality, not just for Christ, but for us, that we know the fatherhood of God, that he is there always and he will hold on to us and he will not drop us and let us go. And that's why Jesus could say, Father, 
into your hands I commend my spirit. Yes, those were the best hands, the only hands, the greatest hands that you know he will catch me and I will not fall. Well, you know, I also see here that the Lord, he did it so cheerfully. His soul was rejoicing. You know, he he gave it in thanksgiving when he was ready to die. And uh, I hope that you also will give yourself cheerfully to the Lord as he takes you past that last river, that river of death, and brings you through those eternal gates of glory into his presence where you will be forever and ever. I pray that death will not come like a thief upon you, but that you will give yourself and render yourself into the hands of the Father so cheerfully that you know I'm going to a better place. Oh, I tell you, some Christians, sometimes I think, why aren't you happy? Oh, you've had a long life, and now you're going to heaven, you're going to your Father, you're going into glory. Oh, rejoice and be happy today that you know every day that you live down here is a day sooner into the presence of God. Oh, and I would say rejoice, rejoice when you give yourself to the Father. Now, these words are words that we can use for our life. You know, if I read in Acts chapter 7, verse 59, I read Stephen praying something similar. Well, before this, you know, nobody prayed like this. But after Jesus prayed this prayer, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit, the believers also followed in this prayer. You know, I think that's so marvelous that Jesus, he set the pace for certain prayers, and we can even today pray those prayers and live in the same way and and pray in the same way. And so I see that Stephen, he repeated this, because it says in Acts chapter 7, verse 59, and they stoned Stephen. But Stephen, calling upon God, said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He said it in a similar way. He said, Lord, receive my spirit. And you know what the Bible says, that he saw the Lord standing at the right hand of the Father. And he said, Lord, receive my spirit. Oh, I tell you, hallelujah, my dear friend. We can also pray this prayer. We can also live like this. Maybe you say, well, you know, John, maybe I'll be in a car accident or something, and I won't even know that death will come upon me. So how am I going to pray this prayer? How am I going to die in the same way as Stephen and uh, as the Lord and so many others? Well, my friend, this is not just a prayer that you have to pray when you die or just before you die. This can be your daily lifestyle. Every day you can commit your spirit into the hands of the Lord. That doesn't mean you have a death wish. That doesn't mean you want to die today. But you can pray today, Lord, my soul, my spirit is in your hands. I commit it into your hands. I give it into your hands. This is the way to live, my brother, my sister. Living every day with your spirit, your soul in the hands of your maker. And you know, the Bible says we are in his hands and nobody can rob us out of his hands. You know, maybe we don't have to die such a death as Stephen the martyr. And I pray, my listener, that you don't have to go through such an ending. But yet, if Stephen could pray this, and with his eye on immortality and eternity, we also must live our life with our eye on immortality and eternity. 
I'm not talking about immortality in this body, but we have a spirit man which has been made alive, which has been resurrected by the power of the resurrection of Christ. It says that same spirit that resurrected Christ out of the grave is in you. We have eternal life. We have immortality, not in this body, not on this world, but with him in that new place, with that new body that he will give us. And you know, that's something to rejoice about, but that's also something that we already live today in that life. Having our spirit committed into the hands of our Father, we know that our future is secure and is safe, and we don't want to move away from that. You know, Stephen, he prayed this prayer because he knew that Christ was near. And so we can pray this same prayer today, knowing that Christ is near. Yes, he went to the Father. Yes, he is sitting at the right hand of the Father. But yet, he is so near to us. He is living and dwelling inside of us through the Holy Spirit. Oh, my dear friend, he is with us every day, every moment. He's before us, behind us. He's next to us, above us, under us. He is inside of us. So Stephen, when he prayed this prayer, he was dying there. Jesus had gone up to the Father, but yet he said, Jesus, into your hands I commit my spirit. If he thought that Jesus was far away, that Jesus could not hear him, that Jesus could not answer him, he would not have prayed this prayer. But he knew that Christ was near. And I want you to know that Christ is near. Christ is near to you today, right now, this moment, and every moment of every day, my friend. He never leaves you, never forsakes you. So you can pray and say, Father, in your hands, I commit my spirit. I know that my spirit man is safe. I know I am redeemed. I know I already have eternal life within me. Yes, you know, it is safe in his hands. Your spirit is safest in his hands, safer in his hands than in your own hands. I mean, It's better to have your spirit man in the hands of he who has power to give you life or has power over the grave than to keep it in your own hands or in the hands of the doctors or in the hands of medicine or in the hands of friends or family. I mean, what are they going to do? They do their best. They love you. But you know, ultimately, your spirit must be in the hands of your maker who has power over life and death. That's where your spirit man is safe. and. You know what is so wonderful? That he is so willing to take your spirit man into his hands. You are not forcing it upon him. He has his arms stretched out. His arms are stretched out all over the world today. Whoever is willing to entrust his spirit man into his hands, he will take it into his hands and he will keep you safe. Safe for eternity. Your eternity is set He has already prepared a place for you. He is waiting for you. And at the right time, he will bring you to him. And he will have a wonderful rejoicing moment there as you enter into those gates of glory. And you will be with him and never be separated. Oh, hallelujah. Let us pray together. Father, I am so thankful that today I can pray for those that are maybe weary or tired. I can pray for those who are maybe in fear or in depression. I can pray for them, Lord, that you will help them to see this reality, that their spirit man 
is safe in your hands, that you are with them. You have given them eternal life. You have given them eternal hope. You will give them eternal glory as you will take us into your glory and that we will be with you forever and ever. Lord, I'm so thankful that today we can already rejoice in this fact, in this reality that, Lord, our spirit man has been surrendered, has been given into your hands where it's safe and sound, Lord, where nobody can rob us out of your hands. Nobody can harm us while we are in your hands. The devil cannot harm us. Demons cannot harm us. No, in your hands we are safe and well. And Father, I pray right now in the wonderful name of Jesus that whoever is listening, oh, that they will let go of their spirit man and give it, surrender it, commit it into your well-capable hands and that they will receive the peace, Lord. Oh, the peace, Lord. Oh, your divine peace. Oh, your divine love that cast out every fear and that whatever circumstance they are in in their life, whatever is happening, whatever nation they are living, whatever they are going through, maybe in family or in other things, in sickness or whatever they are going through, that they know their spirit man is safe in your hands and you will take care of them. Lord, I thank you you do this. I thank you you are willing to do this. I thank you you have done this, Lord. And by grace, we can receive this peace, knowing that you are with us always. Bless my listener. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 